Hello, and welcome to another episode of See Here, Love. This is Becca, the associate producer standing in for Melinda. This week, we're listening back to an episode from three years ago. This episode is about how to live our lives without competition and rivalry. And I'll be honest, I'm a little torn because I think that competition is really motivating for me. Not in that I need to be the best, but when I see someone doing it better, I'm inspired to push my limits and it can help me overcome the barriers in my own mind. Comparison and competition are dangerous though, because when you think that there's only room for one, one woman, one leader, one person in that space of TV, writing, ministry, or whatever it is you're called to, it can lead to being discouraged from living into your gifts or shooting down others before they can live into theirs. I hope you and I can both learn how to be inspired by the trailblazing, change-making women around us and realize that there is room at the table for all of us. Hope you enjoy. Well, welcome to See Here Love. I'm your host, Melinda, and we're glad you're with us today. Okay, raise your hands, ladies. If you've ever compared yourself to someone else, been jealous of someone's successes I'll, I'll, quietly. Let me just, yeah, let's just go or, right now. Or like, you know, not quietly, but out there. Yeah. And you know, you know what I mean? Or mm-hmm. we felt um, the need to be competitive passively or quite obviously. Raise <laughs> your hand and be honest. My hand was up already. Okay. <gasps> Maybe I'll do this hand too. Oh, Oh, we got two hands. (laughs) Well, yeah, that's what we're talking all about today. Thanks to author, speaker, and incredibly fun human being, Lisa Bevere. How to stop seeing others as rivals, which limits our purpose and connections with others. And see how God's love breaks these limits and promises true identity and intimacy. Let's start the show with our thoughts on that. Let's talk about um, comparison. Um, Why do you think that we compare mm-hmm. ourselves with other women and what has that done to us like our souls when we've done that well I'm <laughs> jumping in because this one is just burning in my chest I feel like comparison is the enemy of contentment mm. and so when you are constantly comparing you are never ever going to feel this place of satisfaction of where you've where you've gone what yeah. you've accomplished mm-hmm. yeah. uh, your own personal successes seem always less than mm-hmm. and so yeah. there's never this place of yeah like yeah. chin up you're always in this uh, it's 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 poisonous and yeah. toxic mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's yeah. true they say same lines like comparison is the what do they say the thief of, of joy joy yeah. yeah and it's true like how can you uh, uh, marvel at what God has done in your life when your eyes are not even on what God has done in your life. Your eyes yeah. are on somebody else's mm-hmm. life. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's tough. It is. And I think it's also hard because we're comparing as we're looking and scrolling through yeah. Instagram, oh, yeah. social media, magazines, and images on TV or video streaming or whatever we're watching. Which yeah. is not real life. Can we just say yeah, that? Let's, yeah, that's true. It isn't yeah, yeah, real yeah. life. You're yeah. right. Social media has yeah. made it easy to, easier for us to compare all the time. Because before we couldn't see what everybody was doing all the time. And now, now, now we can, right? Yeah, actually, that's true. You'd see it in like the newspapers or yeah. later on, but later it wasn't on. in real time. That's yeah. right. I think um, the reason why women might be more influenced by comparison and the external 
circumstances and the people around us is because we're we tend to be more attuned and more sensitive to the things around us in many ways that comes off as consideration oh how is Cheryl feeling how is Brooke feeling today is Mel doing okay whereas men sometimes tend to be okay I'm fine they're very um, just they've got a tunnel vision sometimes they're task-oriented most of the times many men are but I think women have this idea of like trying to assess everything and when that rears its ugly head it just suffocates yeah. you yeah and I think that's where some of that jealousy and that competition and why is she getting this and we one up womanship you yeah. know that kind of comes into play yeah. and you know what it is it does rob us of joy because you know there are people that look at us and say I want their life Mm -hmm. And yet we're always looking at like what we don't have versus yeah. what we actually have mm -hmm. and sort of revel in it and are thankful for it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, yeah. and I, I'm guilty. Like people are like, oh, well, you know, you're the Christian speaker and, you know, you have a show. And yet I, every day, have struggle with that where I'm looking at people and going, mm. oh, I wish. Well, people don't see the behind the yeah. scenes work and all the years upon yeah. years of, of you know, the story that's been, had been being written before to get you to where you are today. Yeah, yeah. I think there's also a tendency in culture to um, encourage it. Like with all the media, the magazines and women and the beauty and everything, there is this sense of um, instigating. I think it's, I don't think it's out there because, um, in the sense that, you know, you have to compete with the beauty standards, but it's so subtle yeah. and it just, it just gets into every yeah. I, mindset. I have, a, I have a quick remedy for all of this. If you don't want my struggle, to get where I am, then don't envy yeah. my life. Yeah, yeah. Because if you yeah, want to envy point. my life, then I'll give you yeah. all the struggle. But if you don't want it, then that's good. Yeah. Which brings us to competition. So we've got comparison where we're looking at other women, men situations, and going, I wish I was like that or I want that. But then there is this competition. Yeah. Where and it's funny because you're kind of like even preparing for this show, you're kind of like, do I really actually? share honestly that I have this competitive spirit where like even though you are saying I want you to to just outshine and be be fantastic girlfriend of mine there still is this strange little competitive spirit where you're like but I do want to yeah. be a little better than you as much as I say it like do you feel the same way or am I just on my own on this no you're that's pretty honest you are 100% <laughs> you are 100% in the vein and and, and the, the truth is even with those that we love we have to push that down it will creep up where you're like, oh, you know, they get an awesome ministry opportunity or a real big blessing, a door opens, and you're really happy, but there's that thing that wants to come up that you have to push down because yeah. it's, it's just not good. I actually look at, like, people that are doing things, like, bigger and better than me, and I actually, it spurs me on. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, like, that can be done. Yep. And how did she get there? And, like, what kind of effort did it take her? And yeah. it, yeah, for me, it, like, spurs me on. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. yeah. And, and I guess I want to say, too, that it, because I don't want people to go, oh, my goodness, Melinda's all competitive. <laughs> no, but and I'm, I, I'm not either, I'm but trying I'm to saying balance it, it can it come out. up. Yeah. 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 Like, from my experience with competition, it was interesting. I remember very distinctly my moment in seminary, and most of my, actually, I think, like, except for a couple girls, they were all men in my class, because we were doing the MDiv, and usually it tends to be men, especially from my cohort. And you, I saw my professors on stage, they're both men, and I just understood I can never be that, because I'm not a man. And so my competition was very different. Um, I've always respected women who were very successful. I love it, um, but it was a different kind of competition, but it is there. It is in every single person. Absolutely. I feel with women too, it, I mean, there's a different, for me, in, in sort of competition or comparison with men, but it's a whole different thing with yeah, women. Like I find is. there's a whole bunch of other it, emotional, yeah, relational it, issues that it, are there. It brings other darker things in. Yeah. And, you, and so I, I, I have, my solution to that has been, 
take all of that competitive energy that Cheryl has mm. and be competitive with yourself. Yeah, right. no, absolutely. Versus trying to compete with and somebody And so else. I push myself, yeah. and as I hit a goal, yeah. I move yeah. to the next thing, and it's so much healthier. Yeah, and I like that, the idea of like stay in your lane, do what God has called you to do, yeah. and don't try to do what yeah. she's doing, yeah. Yeah. or trying to do it all yeah. when God has called you like to this, and yeah. do it really well. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I want I want to see women do things really well versus they're trying to do everything and then mm -hmm. they don't do anything yeah. well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like do that well. I just have a quick question with Cheryl because you mentioned that you know when somebody's envious of you, like, well, you got to take my struggle. Mm -hmm. Don't you think there's? Um, I don't know if it happens, with, but sometimes we don't want to share the struggle because we're like, oh yeah, we're all made. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. There is that fuels a competition because you don't want to show the struggle. Mm -hmm. I believe that you do. No, yeah. you. But there are there are people out mm -hmm. there who are like, yeah, I'm pristine. I got to where I am, and sometimes they don't let other people know that story and how hard it was to get there and then you got this image of man and that's why and, something and and, and, the truth, and, the, and the truth is this 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 illusion of perfection yeah uh, nobody buys it anymore yeah, yeah. Um, yeah and, and it's, it's almost more admirable to say this was really hard yeah. This road to get here was a lot of struggle yeah. and ups and downs. Yeah. And we do yeah. live in like a picture-perfect world, right? Yeah. So, yeah, you see the prettiness and the beauty, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, you don't see the mess, mm -hmm. so, yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, I think it's encouraging. I think I wanted to be honest because I, a lot of viewers and listeners are like, are you guys just really this perfect while you're sitting on the set? No. Like, we struggle with comparison. We struggle with competition. Every day I have to wake up and say, Jesus... Well, yeah. we always like say, Jesus, take the wheel. But it's like, Jesus, help me, you know, in, in sort of in my motivation, yeah. be, be true to love yeah. for all people. Because yeah. if not, even within Christian circles and not, you can have that spirit. And, and yeah. we don't need that. Right. We don't need that anymore within our church or in our, in our communities of that yeah. kind of spirit right. of competition mm -hmm. and comparison. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. Well, let's go now to uh, Lisa Bevere, who I interviewed in Edmonton, where she shares how to stop looking at others as rivals and start living out our purpose completely loved by God. Let's go to Lisa now. Lisa Bevere, so great to have you on See Here Love. Thank you. I'm so excited yeah. about it. Amazing. So here's lots of questions, but one that I've been asked by a lot of our viewers and listeners mm -hmm. about. So you have a strong passion to see women find their purpose mm -hmm. and know that they are loved by God, but women are having a hard time believing it and receiving that truth. Give us some insight on how to really believe it and know how to understand purpose and where do we go? Well, that's a lot. It There's is a lot. I know so, I loaded no, that question. No, it's great. And I love it because I, I do hear that. So yeah. here's the thing I've discovered. Um, you don't find out your purpose in the company of people usually. You find it in the presence of God. Mm. I find out who I am in his presence. I find out who I've been around people. So if, or I find out who I'm not around people, like I want to be her or I want to be that. So I have a passion to see young people find their purpose. I've had the privilege of standing in front of, I, I want to say 100,000 millennials over the last couple of years. It's been a blur. I birthed four millennials. I think millennials <laughs> are the most amazing people on the face of the earth. They're also some of the most confused. They know, they actually know that they've been woven for this hour, that there is something significant on their life, but they have no idea what it is. Mm -hmm. And so I'll just tell them, hey, the reason you don't know what you're called to do is because you're called to do something new. You're called to do something that has never been done before. And I have to feel like that's the truth because never has there been such a 
onslaught of distraction where everybody is so busy screen timing, looking what everybody else is doing, looking yeah. what they're not included in. When God is saying, I need you to lift your eyes. Mm -hmm. I need okay. you to let me speak over you. I want to tell you this new thing that I'm doing. And so uh, when I wrote Without Rival, it was all an identity mm -hmm. and purpose because they're trying to find out what they're called to do yeah. before they know who they are. See, and that's key, and right? That's that's, who, so it's the yeah. wrong question. Well, I, I find, yeah, exactly. I find out what I'm called to do when I have a revelation of who I am. Right. And that must tie in then to, to believing who's of, yeah, who's I am and mm -hmm. receiving and believing that I'm loved by God. Absolutely. Because there seems to be then a disconnect yeah. with that, right? Yeah. Absolutely. If you don't feel that you're loved by God and you haven't received that love, then how do you know who you are? Right. So then, so then that's key. How do you then get to a place of going, okay, I'm loved by God, the creator of the universe loves me? Yeah. Well, I think it's even more personal than that. Okay. I think it's your father. And, uh, you know, a yeah. lot of us have mother wounds or father wounds. And, you know, that's just, that's just going to happen because we were raised by humans. But there's something about when you get in the presence of God, who mm. is your father, and he says... I love you. I remember for me, he said to me, it's not what you do. I, 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 I wouldn't love you more if you were in the ministry. And a lot of people, and, and again, I'm not trying to make fun of their prayers, but a lot of people will say, God, use me. And I, I felt like he told me, I don't use people. He said, I heal them. Mm -hmm. I love them. I transform them. I deliver them, but I don't use them. Maybe wow. your ex-boyfriend used you. Maybe a friend used you, but I do it with you. Mm -hmm. And so I think we've had the wrong concept in ministry that God's going to use us when God is like, I, I want to do it with you. This is not about me using you or giving you some platform. This is about me doing this with you because the greatest platform you're going to ever have is your, is your life. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Not alone, but with God. With. I love mm -hmm. that. The other thing that I love that you've really identified is... <laughs> is that especially as a woman, we deal with a lot about competition, mm -hmm. jealousy, and comparison. Yeah. And you're speaking to the person because yeah. I've had it where women have been jealous of me mm. and competed with I've me. I've been jealous of you. No, I'm just kidding. Well, in that case, if we're gonna be honest about it, and this is the kind of place I've been jealous of you too. But what is that? Because I would say every conversation I've had with my girlfriends, mm -hmm. there is that. We are comparing. And, and the sad part is sometimes we're like, we don't want to see our girlfriends succeed. Well, and when they yeah. do, we're like, ah, but we're not really with them. You know well, what I mean? Well, I think there's a scarcity mindset okay. that somehow if you're blessed, it got taken out of my account. And, and oh. that is not how God operates. If you're blessed, I should actually really celebrate that because what God does in you is, is actually part of what he wants to do in me. And, and, but I get it, I get it. I have a ridiculous story uh, opening up in the beginning of Without Rival of me not making a list and me freaking out, you know, crying, telling my husband, maybe you could add me to the list and, and saying, I can't believe I didn't make the top 100 female ministers in the United States. I'm never gonna make it. I, I think I'm 59 this year, but I think at the time I was like 54. And I mean, it was a complete meltdown. And, and John was like, what is going on? You're measuring yourself by other people. And I was like, I know I'm wrong, but that doesn't make this feel right. <laughs> yeah. And so I like had a complete flip out. And, and I had to actually come to terms with that I was looking for people to give me the um. affirmation that only God should do that. You should never give anybody that much power over your life that if you don't make some list or 
get invited to something that your whole self-image and purpose and identity has just been shattered. And so for me, it was like a 20-minute meltdown that I and could have been menopause, but I just said, you know what, I'm going to write this down. And it was crazy because so many people connected with that. They said, I felt the same way. I had no idea that this would be a wrestling. And so I, you know, I think that, you know, we, we do have a culture where there is a lot of opportunity for comparison and competition. Yeah. So we have to be intentional. And then the other thing is I'm in charge of who I let in my life. Uh, that's good. If, if somebody else is making me feel less than that's because I gave them permission to. And if somebody else is inciting me, that's because I chose to let them into my world. I'm the guardian. I'm the doorkeeper. Mm, that's good. If, if people are, you know, and maybe you're just not mature enough to handle it, that's okay. I mean, we can be in different seasons, but you can edit your life. Yeah. You, you don't have to let everybody have voice and the ability to wound you. You, you just need to actually follow people that are going to inspire you to follow Jesus. That is so encouraging because trying to manage is so exhausting. Yeah. Everybody else and how they see you. And I think that's really empowering for me, Lisa, to say, you know what, I need to go where God's leading, mm -hmm. be okay with that. And if people are going to hate, so be it. You know, I know that I, I'm with God and I've got the people that I need around me that are going to love and protect me. Mm -hmm. um, final question, and this is something that's come up again and again with my girlfriends is as we look at competition and comparison, we struggle with love and believing that we're loved and purpose. One of the things that I always get from girlfriends is, in all of this, in all the confusion, how do we compete with all the voices and having Jesus prioritize and husband and family and friends and then feel like a total failure? Like, how do you do it? Well, I'd go, I'd go back again. Mm -hmm. I would edit, you know, I, I have the privilege of traveling and speaking, and that's beautiful, but I'm full on, full off. When I'm home, I don't get involved in a lot of other stuff because I have to, I only have a certain amount of capacity. So I'm gonna focus on my marriage, focus mm -hmm. on my children, focus on my team, and focus on what God's given me to do. And uh, hopefully, you know, that means that I'll be have friendships added, but, yeah, there's, there's probably a lot of things that a lot of people do that I don't get to do. But yeah. then there's a lot of things that I do that other people don't get to do. And, and I think the comparison thing really is something to be aware of. Um, you know, one of the things is comparison means that you're either going to look at other people and think they're better than you, which means you'll mm -hmm. be isolated because of insecurity, yeah. or you'll look at other people and think you're better than them, which means mm -hmm you're gonna fall because of pride. So comparison is always going to be a losing game. So I have just decided I'm, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it, it makes me crazy. I'm just gonna celebrate and I'm gonna surround myself with people that do the same. And I think more and more people are thinking along those lines. Good. Lisa, for our viewer listener, uh, one last encouragement for them as they journey through this life. You know, we need you. You have something on you that is so significant and so unique. I cannot have you copy other people because I know it would be easier, but I need you to do the hard thing and lean into everything God has for you because it's going to be magnificent. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yep. 
Lisa Bevere. Wow. That is some really good stuff there. She's amazing. She's amazing. Mm -hmm. I gotta say this, the funniest part was, was that Bob Goff, who a lot of people know, the author of Love Does and Everybody Always, was lying on the floor beside Lisa during my interview. No. <laughs> oh, egging her on. And she, so she's I talking and you see the interview, but if you didn't know, Bob was like doing a little commentary around Lisa during that time. So that's why she was like Hilarious. chill and laughing. Mm -hmm. yeah. And there was Bob Goff and I think he started throwing stuff at her. So it's really, I, honestly, I had that. to say that because it's hilarious. And we that. got a picture of it. So we'll that. have to put that up on Talk about social. no rivals, right? I know, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, as Lisa talked about focusing on, on our purpose rather than focusing on competition mm. and this whole thing about no rivals. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Because that's some big stuff that us as women struggle and face every day. Yeah. yeah. What do you think of that? Mm -hmm. I, I love, I mean, she's full of wisdom. I yeah. loved when she said that we need to like lift our eyes to Jesus and let him speak into our lives. Mm -hmm. yeah. Instead of, you know, having our eyes on everyone and everything else and letting that dictate how we feel and lead. Mm -hmm. No, like let's turn our eyes to Jesus. Because mm -hmm. it always seems to like we turn inward to us. Yeah. And it's about us, but not to Jesus. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. good. I loved it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that part. When Go ahead, Lisa. Yeah, I was just going to say, because we were talking about that woman-on-woman -woman jealousy, and she mentioned what I was also thinking, that there's a sense that, because we don't know God, if Melinda's blessed, then I can't be blessed. Mm -hmm. kind of thing, that me scarcity mentality mm -hmm. that she talked about, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Which I think goes to show that you don't know who God is. You don't know his love. Yeah. You don't yeah. know the abundance and how he loves you as if you were the only person in the world. But our yeah. concept of God is warped and therefore we rival with each other. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Like God has a purpose and plan yeah. for your life like he does yeah. for your life. And it looks yeah. really different. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm totally reminded, of, I've, I got goosebumps, <laughs> of the book of Deborah. Mm. And uh, just very quickly, uh, the victory happened, which Deborah saw, that it would come at the hands of a woman. But it came through a woman named Jael. And so Deborah launches this sort of battle against the enemy of the, of the day. Jael finishes it in a, in a tent. Yeah. And, the, and the reality is Jael understood miles away, you know, hours mm. away, that one woman's battle is every woman's battle. Mm. And so true breakthrough and victory cannot happen without unity, yeah. Yeah, without good. sisterhood. Yeah. Uh, there are some things that we can't go through yeah. uh, to get, yeah. like we can't go through alone. We mm. must go with our mm. sisters. Yeah. We need I love that. that. Yeah, I yeah. love how honest she was, because she shared that she wasn't in the top 100 women yeah. in the United yeah. States that like, <laughs> yeah. are like yeah, yeah. the amazing women. And yeah. she was like, what? And I, I was like looking at her because I've all, you know, I've been there. There, there are things where I've been been on some of those like you know lists and others I haven't been and there are moments I'm like why not mm -hmm. I think we're an amazing one making a difference in the world how come yeah. and it's just really good that even someone like Lisa says you know what I had to kind of take a pause and say yeah. that is not what it's about yeah. and her husband was the and the husband yeah John yeah. was kind of like whoa yeah. girl you need to take it easy <laughs> yeah. which I'm glad I have like a Chris because he would say the same thing yeah, yeah. yeah. lists yeah. are good because yeah but then, if you're, if that's what you're yeah. constantly looking for, yeah. then your motivation. Yeah. It's just like, what do you? Who are you doing it for? It was a real, exactly. it was a real heart check moment. It is yeah. a heart check, yeah. and yeah. I think that's important for us as yeah. women. Yeah. And I think also women or sisterhood rivalry, you're doing the enemy's work for him. <laughs> like exactly. it just that should yeah. infuriate you. You're letting him play you like a fiddle, and you need to waken and wisen up to that, so that again, every woman who is the daughter of God, and for yeah. those who will be daughters of God, you need to fight for them, not yeah. for yourself. Yeah. That's right. And when you discover that. We all win. Yeah, we yeah. all win. So, and I've seen it. You know, I've seen it in Canada. I've seen it in the U.S. Where when women say, "Okay, let's stop competition mm -hmm. and comparison, and actually help and strengthen one another," look at the things that have happened: mm. movement, Listen. change, 
unbelievable conferences, different denominations of churches coming together, different ethnic groups and cultural expressions. Like exactly. When we actually do that, we are unstoppable. We are yeah. unstoppable. Yeah. It's a mighty move of God that says, get past all that stuff and let's do the work mm -hmm. yeah. that I have you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you know, doing. Hating against my sister, being uh, mean against my sister is doing that to my own self. Yeah. Yeah. And we need to understand, it's not a cliche. Yeah. Hating Brooke or hurting her in any way is actually yeah. injuring myself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think we need to think about that, that we are we all connected, yeah. interconnected, and when we hurt somebody, it hurts us Absolutely. and the bigger you know, body. So good. Yeah. And I think that's the thing too. Uh, my last little thought. There's so much angst and anger yeah. and hatred against the church and, and people who say follow Jesus because I think of this, because mm -hmm. of comparison and control and power. Imagine if we said, okay, no more rivalry, but helping to spur one another on mm -hmm. in, in, the, in the love of Jesus motivated by mm -hmm. him. Imagine that. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine a world with no rivalry. Exactly. No rivalry. So Come Lord you, Jesus. Thank you, Lisa Bevere. Thank you, you guys. That's really awesome thoughts. Well, that's great. And now let's go to co-host Joanna as she shares about a verse that fits right into our theme on purpose and no rivalry. When we're growing up, a lot of people ask us, what do you want to be when you grow up? And a lot of that is because we're trying to discover who we are and we're trying to learn who this child is and what they dream of becoming. But as we look back at who we were as a kid and uh, some of the things that we wanted to be, like for me, one of the things I wanted to be was a forensic scientist. And I don't know about you, but I'm so glad that some of the things I wanted to be as a kid did not actually work out. It says in Proverbs 19, 21, many are the plans in a person's heart, but it's the Lord's purposes that prevail. It's the Lord's intention and work in the world that is going to happen. We can make plans and dreams, and a lot of the time we're making plans and dreams about something that we think we would like to do or we would hope we would like to do, but, but we don't even really know what's best. And that's the amazing comfort that we have actually knowing God. Lisa Bevere on this episode, just as uh, Mel and her were having that conversation, amazing conversation with her about the idea of when we know God and when we spend time with God, we actually begin to know ourselves better and our purpose in the world becomes more and more clear. Have you been spending time with the Lord lately or have you been busy making plans kind of on your own? Have you been like a kid who's dreaming up all these things you want to do and be in the future, but actually they're not really suited to you? I'm so glad to have the security and comfort of knowing that I can make plans and dreams and we should prepare for our own futures, but actually my future is in the hands of God. There's some things that have happened in my life that I didn't expect and never could have even thought to have prayed for or asked for. And that's the amazing thing about following a God who knows us and loves us and created us. That we make our plans, but we also invite God into knowing us and showing us the way to go. I hope that as you make your plans for your future today, you would ask and invite God to be part of your plans and your life that he knows best and you can trust in him for that. Well, thanks, Joanna, for your great Bible teaching and to Lisa Bevere for always bringing it and bringing the truth to us. All right, so our thoughts on Proverbs 19, 21. Lisa, do you want to read that again? Yeah, get absolutely. It's going. Many are the plans in the mind of a man, but it is a purpose of the Lord that will stand. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. It's man good. and woman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Purposes of the Lord will stand. Okay, what are your thoughts about that? Because we're talking about purpose. Because she was like, to get away from all the competition, <gasps> comparison, and rivalry, we got to get to our purpose that God has put before us, and that's what we focus on, not on this other stuff. Yeah. So how does that verse connect you with that truth? 
the reason that our efforts many times fail is because our motives are wrong. Mm. Mm -hmm. And our motives are uh, spurred on by competition and comparison when we scratch it down to the to the root mm -hmm. it's 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 you know we choose things and say yes to things uh, sometimes to be seen not to be left out yeah. of a movement yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. just to be present in that and uh, we need to not look at the what is the good thing to do but the God thing yeah. to do I, I want the God yeah. thing yeah, over what seems good, good. Yeah. I agree. and I think many people want to know like what is my purpose how do I find it and I love what Lisa said it's like it's in the presence of God mm. yeah. that you find your purpose yeah. and I think about this like time in my own life where like I went on this journey for like seven years to figure out like what it was I wanted to do and it wasn't until I got into the presence of God and like mm -hmm. leaned into him that mm -hmm. he started to direct that path mm -hmm. and that purpose for my life. So, so good. Yeah, yeah, I love that verse. For me, it's very practical. Your plans will end when you die. I love That's you. That's it, <laughs> right? And yeah. so Lisa, when, yeah. you, when you <laughs> graft okay. yourself yeah. into that which is the plan of the Lord, what you do lasts for an eternity. Yeah. And so that's why, like, best laid plans, and they, they just die with yeah. you. That's it. Right? And I've seen that in my, in my own life. Like, I have made many decisions where it's like, this is the best for me, or this is what I want to do, just on base human desire. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Clearly did not work for me. But then when I actually, and people are like, but what does that mean? I said, because what God's plans are, they're good. They'll be good for you. They absolutely, can be very yeah. hard, and there's a lot of sacrifice, and there could be some dry times. But I'm telling you, every time I've said, okay, God, I'm going to follow what you want, lead me to the right person, the job, it really has worked. What yeah. I've tried to manipulate and tried to make it happen for me yeah. has yeah, not right. gone yeah. a good way. And so I think that verse really resonates with me to say God's purposes and plan. Yeah. Yeah. God's like, stop trying to control the situation. Yeah. Like, I'm in, I've got you. Yeah. 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 And so I think good. all you ladies can probably hopefully you agree with me on this, that when you are in the will of the purpose and the purpose of the Lord, there's a reservoir there of grace and endurance yes. and perseverance. Because exactly. we were just talking about yeah. that, how, how, you know, it's been a long week mm -hmm. for you. And then it's just like, well, you know what? Yeah. You can still press on. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That's good. Mm -hmm. Thank you for your thoughts. Good. And let's commit to not being competitive <laughs> or comparing with nope. ourselves and with other women. Yeah. Are we in? We should do a pinky. Oh, pinky pink. Are we in? Okay, yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, pinky. Okay, reaching over. Thank you so much. Well, imagine living without rivals, comparison, and competition, and fully living out your purpose, embracing the complete love and intimacy of God. Your identity can only be found in Him. Stop the fronting and the striving. We know it's exhausting. It's time to find wholeness and rest in Him. And to help you on your new journey, always go to seeherelove.com. We've got lots of great resources for you. And always know that you are seen and you are heard, and your authentic self, and you are loved deeply by God. Thank you for your ongoing support of Crossroads, a supporter-funded, nonprofit organization and member of the Canadian Centre for Christian Charities. Thanks to faithful people like you, we are able to continue producing See Here Love. You can write to Crossroads, P.O. Box 5100, Burlington, Ontario, L7R 4M2, or visit crossroads.ca to learn more about our programs.